Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of our Tech Talk. Today, we're going to talk about something really interesting. Um, I'm actually very passionate about it, and it is Internet of Things. Um, Internet of Things has been, um, you know, recently becoming more and more popular, um, uh, but it's been around for, you know, for near about 20 years. So, um, and this is one of the, this is one of the, you know, as the technology progressed over and over again, um, we, you know, the computing power has um, left the desktop, not didn't leave the desktop, but um, expanded from desktop to various other things. And Internet of Things um, has become this, um, this topic where all the all the different devices that now has computer in it um, and how they connect how they build a network so um you know it is a very powerful topic uh, with internet of things and with with all the technological advancement within it um our lives could change dramatically and this is the this is the main thing that could take us from um, our real life, present life, to a science fiction movie very quickly. So all the all the cool things we see when when someone forecasts, like you know, what will be the life twenty years from now or hundred years from now, or all the things that we see in science fiction movies or um, you know um, novels, etc. Those are the things um, that can become a reality by having more and more adv advancement in Internet of Things. So yeah, it's a it's a topic that I'm very much very interested in, and Amit, I'm sure you are too. Um, so yeah, uh, I think it's it's a really really good topic to talk about. Definitely, Renat. I think Internet of Things has picked up in a quite a big way, and most of us now have devices in our homes that are connected to the internet, and they are that are collecting data uh, regularly. So, Internet of Things is, um, I mean, it has still not reached its true potential because, bear in mind, uh, this is larger than the population of human beings. So, you can have more devices than the human population. So, imagine uh, we have about seven to eight billion people living on the planet and at least every one of us owns one or two devices so we're talking about in the order of at least 16 billion plus devices um, yes. and they are imagine if they are all connected uh, how that would transform so yes it's it's a very interesting topic and uh, i'm excited to talk about it today Exactly, absolutely. I mean, this this is actually a really good way to think about it. Now, the number of devices there are in the world is is amazing, and you know, if everything is connected, you can very quickly realize the potential of how powerful it can be. So, yeah, I mean, um, is it, is absolutely a very very fascinating topic to talk about. Uh, what I wanted to start with, um, sorry, before you ask me what Internet of Things is, I thought I'll just start uh, with it. I mean, please um, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, the way I, you know, think about things is how, you know, to break, break down the term. So, you know, it's Internet of Things. And um, what is internet? I mean, obviously, when we talk about internet, we, you know, immediately think about, you know, a, a browser, Chrome or you know, which is a browser and then being able to connect to the rest of the world with, through it, um, you know, through this connection um, from my computer to a network of computers. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's the key thing. Network, uh, internet is 
um, you know, in, 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 in a sense, uh, a network of computers. Now, when we talk about computers, again, we also think about, you know, our laptops or desktop, but no, computers is not just, uh, you know, a laptop computer or a desktop computer, anything that can compute <laughs> in a way, um, you know, which can do um, binary computation um, and, you know, process data is a computer. And a computer can live not just in a laptop with, with a processor, but a lot of devices can compute, uh, you know, essentially. So anything that can compute is a computer and a network of uh, all of these things, uh, all of the a network of computers is internet. And uh, when we expand from desktop computer or from a lap from laptop into devices that are, you know, around us, everywhere those are the things so um when we talk about internet of things we are basically talking about a network of things which are not necessarily the traditional computer that we think about so that's that's how i um you know sort of define internet of things it's 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 a good explanation and a very simple explanation Renat. i think yeah that you have actually summarized it effectively but i think uh we have to bear in mind that not all devices might have a processor. They might be just collecting information through a sensor and sending it to someone else to do yeah. the processing. So um, another explanation on top of what you have said is, uh, of course, Internet of Things is a network of things connected together. But what things? What things are we talking yes. about? So those things are anything which can be switched on and off. Mm -hmm. Simple as that, because they use electricity. Uh, and uh, most of the devices that we now use uh, consume electricity through either battery or through AC power. So anything that can be switched on and off, we can connect to the internet. So it could be your dishwasher, your washing machine, your toaster, your kettle, your refrigerator, your uh, watch, uh, uh, your temperature sensor, uh, anything a pressure monitor anything that can be switched on and off you can now try to connect it to the internet but here there are two main aspects one is you collect information and you process it within the device or close to the device uh, say in the wi-fi network or uh, in your phone and the other is you send the device uh, sorry you send the data to somewhere in the cloud and uh, you you process the data and then you send it back to the device right so that that is that is one way to look at it and uh, yeah i mean that, that that is basically essentially internet of things so connecting every device that you have in the house to the internet yes and then uh, basically what it does is it helps you connect and control them even outside your house Yes, and obviously one of the one of the newer term is uh, smart devices nowadays is a, is yes. a massive uh, you know the industry is becoming bigger and bigger it's a, it's a big industry and you know the projection is that this 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 um, you know this disruption will continue and you know even the devices that are not uh, smart devices at the moment you know there are research going on and. Uh, you know, innovation going on to make those uh, smart devices. The more, the smarter these devices gets, the more automated we can, we can, um, um, you know, more, the more we can automate our lives. 
<clears throat> absolutely, absolutely. And there are so many possibilities. I mean, when we talk about smart devices, we normally think only as consumers and devices that are in our house. But uh, bear in mind, industry also has been using smart devices for quite a long time. Uh, the retail sector using RFID tags, they have been using uh, smart devices. Uh, they are using cameras. They are using different types of sensors. Now, uh, today, uh, we actually go to a shopping market, uh, shopping mall and we put our device uh, we put uh, whatever we shop all the products in a particular basket and the basket automatically scans it and yes. uh, records the amount and we just uh, tap our phone and we pay so things are getting smarter and smarter where you have less and less human interaction yes absolutely and one of the things also um, fascinates me is you know as we you know we can we can kind of see the the smartest device, what it can be. Um, but also there are a lot of devices around us which you know can just be turned on and off. For example, there is a smart TV which can connect to my phone yes. with Bluetooth and everything. But there are also you know, TVs or uh, other display devices which are not smart at all. And there are um, there are some um, there are some devices which are helping us transition into uh, smart devices and that's what really uh, intrigues me that um, there are actual robots which are like a like a tiny robots which you can actually attach next to a physical switch and that robot can be connected via bluetooth or wi-fi with your phone and that will press the switch the physical switch yes uh, which will turn on and off so in a sense that that you know unsmart device can become smart by yes. you know connecting a physical transition robot. So these transition technologies are also something I, I, I find really fascinating. That you know what after the discovery of you know or or, or the um, initiation of these smart devices, we kind of end up with half of the devices in my life are smart and half of them are not smart. So I can't have like a sequence of things that are happening. Uh, because half of them are, you know, not connected to Wi-Fi or internet. But now there are, you know, ways that you could even connect them in, in you know, maybe in a limited uh, way, but you can still connect them to the internet and, you know, create a series or create a, like a sort of a, um, you know, like a like an activity, like a series of activities which will create an ambience, or, you know, around you. So, uh, yeah, that's another Agreed. interesting aspect of Internet of Things. Yes. Um, so devices that can switch on and off, robots, sorry. Robots yeah. that can switch on and off, that is quite interesting. There is uh, uh, another concept that is very popular now is a smart uh, plug. So ah, almost yeah. any device, say like a dishwasher or a refrigerator has a plug, uh, but that plug uh, connects to a socket. So suppose instead of that plug, you use another plug, uh, which is smart. Yes. So you plug the refrigerator's plug into that smart plug and then you can turn it on and off. So that is another way to look at it. And it's actually quite a very cheap way to make your devices very smart, as you mentioned, because at the end of the day, if you're able to turn on and off a device uh -huh. from anywhere in the world, that gives us a lot of power and control over the devices. 
Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's funny you say that. I have four smart plugs in my room, <laughs> which are <laughs> controlling, you know, four different things. And yeah, I mean, this is another example. Like, for example, I have a fan heater in my room. Um, you know, just if it gets a little bit chilly, I don't want to turn on central heating. You know, just for five minutes, I could just um, turn on the fan heater. And that fan heater is not a smart device. It's just, you know, but... You know, if in on a, on a cold morning, I before even getting out of duvet, I can tell Alexa to basically, you know, turn on the smart plug, which is connected to the fan heater, and you know the room is warmed up, up before I get out of the duvet. So, uh, yeah, smart plugs are 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 um, you know one of those transitional devices that helps us make unsmart devices smart. Yes, indeed, indeed, yeah. and uh, I, I think this is a, a very good way of, uh, uh, I mean, showing the applications of uh, or the uses of why it is so important to connect uh, a thing to the internet. Because uh, a simple example that you gave, you, you have Alexa at home, and through your voice, you can control now devices. You don't even need your smartphone. Yes. So through your yeah. voice, you can actually connect and talk to other devices and say, "Okay, turn off my toaster or turn off my uh, turn on my coffee machine." So by the time you get ready, your coffee machine is on, your coffee is warm, and you can immediately drink it and then leave the house. Exactly. Yeah. This. Yeah. As you mentioned, this expands to not just from Internet of Things with you know Bluetooth or Wi-Fi connection, but it also uh, sort of expands into the the ui and you know ui we talk about as soon as we think of ui you know think about user interface which is on a screen but no ui is not just limited to that ui is you know all the way user can interact with devices and um you know uh, now it is obviously with with you know there are different accessibility options and yeah, you know, these kind of smart speaker, Google Home or Alexa, or even Microsoft uh, Cortana can also do a lot of things, uh, which, um, you know, uh, automates our, our regular life. Exactly. And uh, yeah, and they are getting better and better with AI, machine learning, etc. Because these devices, uh, bear in mind, they collect a lot of uh, information, uh, the data, how we use them, what are they measuring, um, etc, etc. So and that data gets fed into maybe a software or some algorithm and they uh, enhance our user experience and they help companies make better devices. So uh, let's talk a bit more about Internet of Things and uh, let's get into the concepts behind uh, why is it so important? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, so I mean, from my perspective, when we talk about Internet of Things, we are talking about a couple of things. One is we are talking about a network. So Internet is nothing but a network of computers or devices that are connected to each other through Wi-Fi, through internet, whatever means. Then you have physical devices. So devices could be anything from a refrigerator to washing machine to um, to, um, uh, to a machinery in a factory, to, uh, to a sensor uh, inserted in the soil of a farmland. So it could be any device. Um, and then this these devices are collecting data. Uh, and that data could be a temperature data, uh, a pressure data, humidity data, uh, data about, um, uh, say, a heart rate monitor, yes. uh, a blood pressure, temperature inside your fridge, 
the temperature of water in your uh, kettle, etc. So it's collecting different types of data. And then the last aspect is what do we do with the data? And uh, oh, yeah what what uh, what interpretations we can make from that data so let's talk a bit about these aspects so when i say network you explained that these are uh, um, devices uh, connected to each other but uh, is there anything else uh, when we think of network um well network initially just brings to mind the the connection to be honest what else could there be so uh, this network itself could be a private network or a public ah, network. Yes, of course. So so the network could be sitting in your home, mm -hmm. uh, which is not connected to the internet. So bear in mind, we are talking about devices that are connected in a network. That network may not be connected to the internet, but they may be just connected in your house. Yes, so yes. Like a, like a local area network. So you <clears throat> can have a local area network. So you can have maybe a Raspberry Pi, you can put a sensor in it and yes. you can put that sensor outside your house uh, and you can sense the temperature and that Raspberry Pi talks to a thermostat. Now that uh -huh. thermostat uh, is uh, connected to your uh, uh, Wi-Fi in the house through your smartphone. And uh -huh. through that, you can actually s connect so many devices, even though they are not connected to the internet. So it's, it's a... Uh, very uh, good use case of a private network whereby you can use a local area network to connect devices and control them yes absolutely i mean you know there are so many i mean as soon as you give me one example like i can say i you know the, my mind just goes on to thinking oh all these other cool things that we can do i mean exactly. raspberry, i have a raspberry pi uh, <laughs> uh, oh <my> <laughs> um, which is um current, uh, interestingly enough which is currently actually mining cryptocurrency <laughs> so okay. um, yeah i mean there's so many things you can do like for your example in instead of going onto the internet as you said like local area network um you know if if the raspberry pi is um used to sort of uh, get the temperature from outside the house and you know when i was studying mechanical engineering i know that there are formulas to you know calculate if it's you know if the temperature outside of the system and inside of the system what is the you know heat diffusion rate uh, depending on the okay. insulation uh, insulation of that box or system and then based on that you could kind of calculate how much heat is dissipating from your home and what's the temperature outside and then you can calculate what should be the exact ideal temperature um, in your central heating from the raspberry you know from getting the outside temperature and inside temperature all of the all of these cool things it's just it just comes to mind and uh, yeah i just get carried away thinking all the things that we can do with it yeah no i think i think that's great because the, that's a very good example right i mean when we think about uh, internet of things uh, we only think about consumer products but that there is raspberry pi and you are doing mining uh, for cryptocurrency but there are so many hobbyists who have a raspberry pi and they are doing so many cool things with it and you don't have to be plugged to the internet i mean you're just uh, doing things in your garden yes yes absolutely and yeah sorry i i kind of got carried away yeah i was talking about local area network so yeah, I mean, right, you know, usually you would think that, oh, you know, you, 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 you want to be smart in a way that you connect to the internet and find out what the temperature is right now. But with that, you're only 
getting the temperature of the whole area of the, or the city that you're living in. But you can be so much more accurate if it is, uh, you know, if, if there is a system which is local area network, which is measuring the temperature in your outside your home and then adjusting the, you know, the temperature inside. So that's that's in a local area network, but it's it's so much more tailored to your situation, to your home. Absolutely. So yeah, there are power in in local area network as well. You know, people in, might immediately think, oh, land networks are going to be a limitation because you're not connected to the rest of the world. But for you know bespoke needs, you you you, you might actually be better off and more accurate by being um, in a, in a land connection. Land network. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, e even in my home, we have two systems and I connect to one system using remote desktop. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't need internet for that. If I'm connected on the same network through a LAN cable or through a local area network, I can I can still talk to the other device. And uh, while we were just talking about temperature, I also read another example which farmers use, and that is to put a soil temperature sensor in the soil. Mm -hmm and it measures the temperature of the soil and based on the temperature it will trigger on and off um, a device that will water the soil automatically ah, right. of course so 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 this is a very good way to automate things that a farmer would normally come and do uh, himself so this way what you do is you save time and energy so you're saving time measuring the soil temperature and you're saving time switching on and off the water supply. So based on the soil temperature, you can actually turn on and off the water supply to keep it always at the uh, 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 optimum temperature and make sure that uh, the soil is uh, well hydrated. So, I mean, there are so many cool things that um, you th you can think about and so many other uh, applications that it's, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh... Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, keep thinking of all, all the cool things you can do. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So, yeah, that's these are some land, land, um, you know, local area network uh, situation. What, are, what other networks and how can we have in terms of things? So, uh, I think uh, one of the other cool things uh, that is happening now is uh, hacking. <laughs> so, when when you have networks and especially when you have a device connected to the internet, it right. means if it is not secure anyone can access it uh -huh. and yeah. uh, that has a security implication and i was just reading a news today that uh, the the water that is uh, i think in florida or some some us state so you have these uh, water pumping stations that pump water uh, drinking water to all the households in the area um, and uh, the the whole station or the sensors itself is connected to the internet so someone actually hacked it and they actually released a chemical that could poison the drinking water oh my god okay so so normally what happens is you you add some chemicals to uh, decontaminate the water but you add it at a very trace level which is not harmful to the human beings but if you increase that amount then it can become harmful yes and you can play with those measurements uh, and wow. this is just one example of like poisoning the water uh, that's supplied to your household. But there is another application where you can control the traffic lights. You can control the thermostat of any individual living. I mean, we have seen this in movies. So you can control yeah. thermostats. You can hack into web cameras. So we know that. <laughs> uh, the baby monitors. Uh, so a lot of parents, they buy baby monitors, which is 
nothing but an internet of thing uh, yeah. a, a device iot device and these baby monitors are kept in rooms that are connected to the internet so parents can monitor their babies and if these devices are not secure then what happens is anyone uh, outside uh, your house can connect to that device and actually see your baby so yeah so wow. so th- there are applications that can be uh, exploited by people over the internet so this is the reason why you have to talk about network from a private perspective and a public perspective yes absolutely no you you're so right because as soon as anything is connected to the internet there is a chance of security vulnerability and is uh, you know the the more powerful it is like iot is a very powerful thing to even talk about uh, and uh, the more dangerous that it could be with with um, you know security vulnerabilities and especially because these are devices which are embedded within our lives you don't directly think about it but these devices actually have access to the most private uh, situation in your life as well so it, it is actually very important to you know think about security from the get go whenever you're thinking about iot and you know um, embedded um, computing infrastructure um yeah it's 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 so important and um uh, one of the other things um as well i i was thinking is that um with um with these devices i i you know as you mentioned webcam a lot of the times um not just webcams but a lot of the times all of the, um, most of these devices come with an admin username and admin password like default yes. username and password default and you know while setting up um you know a lot a lot of the times it's just being set up by by the you know by the customer rather than a professional setup i'm not suggesting that you should get professional setup installation for every small things but i'm just saying that you know all all of the all of the users should be aware of 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 this situation that i'm just about to explain so uh yeah i mean whenever you know the the average customer has bought a smart device and setting it up they might not bother to you know change the default password and that is the case in 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 you know all around the world many people have set up webcams um not just in your computer but you know cctv cameras and even in professional installation there are cctv cameras in shops and you know big shopping malls etc and they just left it in default username and password which makes it so easy for uh, for a malicious person to have access to it and you know this kind of you know um, access to like um private um, situations private you know sort of privileged locations i don't know a secured area or whatever is is very dangerous and can give the hacker what they need in terms of to to make even a bigger attack with with the information gathered this way so yeah absolutely very important to um know about security and at the very least who our listeners and viewers can do and i would always advise is definitely definitely change the default username and password whenever you're um you know installing any smart device that's that's a very good suggestion renath and i think uh uh yes a lot of people including myself we normally don't change the <laughs> default username i think i'll i'll take a note from you uh, that yes it's important to change the username and password default um, and it's not just uh, 
your the, the, the devices that you own but also the router the internet router to ah. which all the devices are connected so yeah. anyone can buy the router or the device that you're talking about and they know the default username and password and they can then try to connect to different devices over the internet using that default username and password yeah. so yes you are absolutely right it is very yes, important I mean I think there is even a website where you could go and find out the default username and password for different manufacturer of routers, like a TP-Link. Oh, okay. Um, you know, TP-Link router. What's the default username and password? And then yes, the yes. Other. I think for routers, yes, there is. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, yeah, I, I, you know, <laughs> another hack for for an average user is that you know, if you really need internet for for <laughs> Um, you know, in a place where you don't have access to internet, but there are like, you know, uh, public internets like McDonald's or Starbucks, you get Wi-Fi, <laughs> you might want to try the, <laughs> try the default username and password and who knows <laughs> what you, you can, where you can go. Absolutely. But, I, I think, and, and the more and more people are aware about security, the more, uh, uh better they can secure themselves because mm -hmm. if, if you're aware that, okay, something can be hacked, you can take precautions. I mean, I'm not, the, whatever we are talking about is not uh, a way to scare people or not to buy these devices we actually i have a lot of iot devices and you yourself have a lot of iot devices so they are quite useful and practical but yeah. what we are urging our viewers and listeners is to make sure that you are aware of it and you know how to secure them and a lot yeah. of companies are talking about uh, enhancing the security of these devices because more and more devices are getting connected now and a lot of people a lot of devices are getting hacked so companies are getting better so just be aware of it and uh, we would highly encourage people to use those these devices because they make your life so much easier Yes, absolutely. I mean, yeah, again, yeah, to reiterate what you just said, absolutely, yeah, highly encourage, uh, you know, the listeners and viewers to adopt to these smart devices. It will, it will, you know, the change in your lifestyle will become day and night. It's just so amazing and satisfying as well. Um, but yeah, just obviously, you know, be aware of the security vulnerabilities and it's, it's not too difficult. It's, you don't have to be a technical expert to make your devices secure. Just put a password and that is all. I mean, and you know, all of these um, providers of smart devices, like for example, Amazon Alexa or Google, Google Home, they already, you know, have put in the, the technical bit already is installed there. You just have to set it up so it's secured. That is all. And it's 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 really easy and simple to do, but um, it will just um, you know give you that peace of mind. Next thing I want to talk about are devices. I mean, we we talk about we've we've talked about the network, private and public network. But then, what about the devices that are connected to these networks, and what kind of devices can be connected? So, I mean, I already mentioned about a couple of sensors, Raspberry Pi. We have our home appliances that can be connected. But what are the other possible devices that you can think of that can be connected to the internet? So let's 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 see who who can guess more devices. So Rinath, we'll start with you. <laughs> sure. So I mean, just just you know, I'm, I'm just looking around the room. I mean, to be honest, uh, yeah. Before we even start with that, this this is actually a very lucrative industry as well. So if someone is looking for a good business idea to to start up something, hopefully. 
you know, there are someone in within our listeners and viewers community who are like some sort of like a product designer or some sort of innovator like that. I have this idea actually, um, which I wrote down, but I was just too lazy to to uh, do anything about it. Or also, lack of funding is probably another reason. But yeah, your table, you know, the desktop table that is usually you know just just you know wooden table can become a smart table. And the, the many ways you could make it smart, it could provide a lot of functions. For example, if, if, if it was connected to electricity, um, nowadays there are you know, contactless charging for your phone. Um, and you know, it could very soon come into tablet. I think there are probably already contactless charging in tablets as well. But it could also become um, available on laptops. And if a table could provide, so one of the limitation of contactless charging is with a Android contactless charger, you can only charge an Android phone. With an iPhone uh, contact, you know, it's, it's not compatible for all range of devices. But if you have a massive, well, it doesn't even have to be a massive table. If you have a table, you already have a, you know, quite a large workspace, which could have different spots for to charge different types of devices and that's just charging i mean you know like it could be a heated table surface it could have a mouse pad it could have a small screen which will you know give you like essential information like weather data or the breaking news etc so you don't even have to turn on your um, monitor or anything you can just you know with, with a smart table you could do many things, um, you know, many things can be integrated. You could have, you know, USB, you know, uh, power plugs coming out of it. So you can, um, and also, um, so you can, you know, you can connect your USB devices or you can connect many other things with it. The table is, is if you think about in a workstation, you have everything around you is kind of smart. Like you have the laptop, you have webcam, you have, you know, but the only thing that is not smart, which is holding everything else, is the table. Why not make the table a smart device? It could have like integrated lighting as well, so it could give some sort of ambience lighting. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, that's, I'm that's excited about this idea, Rinat. I mean, <laughs> this is a pretty cool idea. I I can think of. Uh, getting rid of all the cables itself because if you have uh, a table that's charging your device wirelessly then it means i can charge my smartphone i can maybe get rid of the battery in my laptop and maybe there might be a day where we can actually use wireless charging for laptops yes. then you have a webcam that can operate then i have a i have a bluetooth mouse so i can get rid of the battery and that can get wireless charged Oh yeah. Um, then I I can get I have a keyboard so that can get wireless charged. I have a headphone that can get wireless charged. Yeah, um, you just throw onto the table, just gets charged, and it gets charged. Oh my god! I mean, this is this is a pretty <laughs> good should, idea. Yeah, we should stop the podcast and start this as a business. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but this is actually quite cool. I, I, and you are right. Uh, this is one of the things that we use on a day-to-day -day basis, especially during COVID. We are working from home constantly and we are using all these devices to connect to people, to talk to them. And we use yeah. uh, it on a daily basis. And, and you have so many cables lying around. So this actually makes it much neater. So I, yes. I, I like that idea. <laughs> Plus one vote from me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, even even though I haven't done anything about it, hopefully, uh, you know, one of the listeners or viewers would, would like this idea and bring it into a reality. 
definitely I would be the first one to buy the product. <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean while while we are talking about it wireless charging um there is a, i think a new phone that can charge devices from a distance so you actually don't even have to connect to the particular object to uh, to start charging your device you oh, can charge wow. it from a distance um and uh, if that happens then there is a talk where you can get rid of batteries in a sense Wow, distance! If if power supply can be done from distance, that would revolutionize everything that we have. I mean, in one of our previous talks, we were talking about you know having a VR um, contact lens, and one of the challenge was that how would you power it? Power but, it. You know, if you can distance power, you know things that would that would make a lot of things you know change overnight, and we could just literally you know leap into the future straight away. That is one of the Absolutely. So uh, the I'll I'll share a YouTube video for all our listeners and viewers. Um, and this is from Mr. Who's the Boss. Uh, he's a UK tech expert, and he reviews a lot of products. And he recently re reviewed one of these uh, technology, and he basically mentioned about this concept. And I was actually quite uh, blown away by the whole idea that actually yes, you are right. We are all thinking about uh, innovating battery technology, but what if we don't need batteries? Yes. because there is electricity all around the house what if we just use that electricity to charge our devices through some other way rather than actually using batteries all the time and charging them Absolutely. so you never actually yeah. have to plug in a device to charge <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you know uh, uh, i think uh, you know a few years ago plug and play devices were the you know most advanced technology <laughs> now we can just say play there is no plug and play you can just play straight away i mean yeah that that would be awesome i mean if you know if if power was like wifi you know if you <laughs> you had one router or one system installed in your whole house which everything inside the house can be just powered wirelessly that would be that would be that would be awesome i think i think i think we will get to that point and a lot of companies are innovating in that area so wireless charging is now becoming very common reverse wireless charging is getting common um so yes but but again coming back to what we can connect to the internet the devices so what <laughs> devices can you think of so yeah table is one um okay um i mean to be honest what i would start with is i'll start with all the furnitures because the furnitures are the ones which are not digital they're made with you know non digital products like a sofa or a bed you know there are things that you do in bed you know you charge your phone next to the bed you know there are heated blankets that you can buy for winter um you know all of these things that are done electronically if they were all embedded within a system which is you know the a smart bed that would you know that would i think that would have a lot of appeal i mean and then there is sofa i mean you know a sofa could have integrated speaker um which is going to be connected to the tv or you know a, a sort of a audio jack output where you can connect to your headphone and then connect to your tv so you know you can have full surround sound rich sound experience without having to bother your neighbors um and stuff like that and, and sofa could also be an you know have an ergonomic design so it will you know it will take in your height and weight and that kind of thing and it will reshape itself so you know that would be the best most comfortable position to for you to sit on 
Um, it could also be taking, um, you know, vital, um, inf you know, health information like your heart rate, and it could all, you know, be constantly monitoring it. And based on that, you know, if, if your body temperature rises, the sofa, uh, you know, or could get cooler to 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 account for that. So yeah, there could be the, these are the places I would look at because most of the things which are already electronic, uh, which has electricity, everyone is thinking about making them smart because you kind of already have the infrastructure to bring electricity in. You just now need to put a chip in to make it smart. But the 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 things around us are, that don't even have electricity, those are the ones to look at next to to make them um, in in, in uh, make them smart in some way. What are some of your ideas? I mean, I mean, the, I mean, I'm, I'm still thinking about the ideas that you suggested. <laughs> it's actually, uh, I mean, you are right. We have so many uh, furniture lying in the house and if we can make them smart and interact with us, it'll make our lives so much more productive. We don't have to go to the remote. We don't have to, the moment we sit on a sofa, it knows that, okay, we are looking at the TV. It'll turn on the TV for us, uh -huh. et cetera, et cetera. So, and, and it'll turn on the heating. So it knows our body temperature. So if it's high or low, then it can turn on the heating. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty fascinating. I'm, I'm also thinking about other devices like automobile. I mean, Automobiles ah. are smart, but ah. they are getting more and more smart. And uh, there is a uh, people are not talking about cars talking to each other. And and because you have worked in uh, automobile industry, you might be aware that cars can actually uh, in a traffic jam or when there is an accident, cars can uh, relay the information that they have uh, collected to other cars uh, uh, around them so that they can alert them of any accidents or any traffic information. And that can be quite useful. So that is one way to look at it, automobiles. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, obviously the, the specific example that you you just said is, is currently already in place, but not with cars, but with our mobile phones. There's, you know, obviously we're all familiar with Google Maps, but then there is another one which is also popular, Waze app. Yes. And that obviously works by, you know, sending data, traffic data to, to the server from each of the mobile devices. Yes. If they're in highway and not moving, that means, you know, you're in traffic, there is traffic. You're in and um, yeah, so, but yeah, absolutely. Cars could do that so much better and in real time and, you know, with, with other cars which are in the vicinity of it. So, yeah, that, that would, um, you know, make, make, Again, you know, uh, would be another leap in 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 our um, you know the the in our lifestyle. The the other thing is uh, the shopping malls. I mean, uh, there are things where we can, um, I mean, we can have a more smart things, and and it's already happening, but it can be even better. So you have these labels, uh, and uh, these labels have to be change based on the products. So suppose you have a smart label where the moment you scan the object, it will display the um, the amount and the weight and the details. Uh, so you, you get rid of the paper itself. Uh, ah, and then yeah. based on the weight, uh, it will alert whether the stock is low or high. Uh, ah, so okay. that, that is one way to uh, use it because shopping malls are... Uh, 
I mean, I'm not talking about shopping malls, but shops like Tesco, Sainsbury's, where people go to shop groceries on a regular basis, which have to be up, uh, updated regularly. The aisles have to be filled. The aisles have to be checked. The the labels have to be changed. I think you can, if you can enhance that, that actually enhances the user experience as well. And uh, the packaging itself of uh, objects. So a lot of times uh, we have these objects wrapped in a sheet of paper or a, or a sheet of plastic and they have uh, printed um, information on it. What if uh, we have a smart cover and uh, that just displays everything inside and outside and maybe uh, gives us more extra information and maybe we can even talk to the package. Uh, <laughs> can you tell us uh, what, because sometimes we don't know what it is and we have to go and ask a retailer, a shopkeeper um, and we have to ask, okay, uh, is this useful for me? I have this allergy. Um, um, uh -huh. Will it work? Can I use this, et cetera, et cetera. But what if you can talk to the object that you're uh -huh. buying? I mean, wow, that is that is amazing. Yeah, embedded embedded electronics is 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 so powerful. I mean, to be honest, that also reminds me of shopping malls. Amazon has you know started obviously piloting yes. one of the you know where you don't have to scan and pay. You just you just go to the shop, pick up what you need, and leave. And you know everything you left with are automatically scanned and you know connected to your Amazon account and charged through your credit card or debit card. That is. In, in their system already. So yeah, I mean, there's so many ways um, things are getting more and more easier uh, and automated in- uh, and, and it's not just uh, around this, I mean, industries. I mean, you can, uh, uh, you can monitor factories, uh, how much pollution they are creating, how much pollutants they are, um, uh, uh, putting back into the atmosphere. Then you can, um, you have, um, I mean, what else uh, can be there? In industries, you have a lot of manufacturing. So automobiles are being manufactured now by robots um, and robots are itself monitored and you can work 24 seven. So they are also collecting a lot of information. That information can be transmitted to a central server, et cetera, et cetera. So there, there are so many applications in which when a device is connected over the internet, you have so much power and control that you actually don't have to be there now. And I think one of the key takeaways from IoT is that it actually enhances productivity. Having oh, a yes. having a smart device actually enhances productivity. I now don't have to uh, go and turn on the dishwasher or the washing machine. I can just tell Alexa or Google to just go turn on the dishwasher for me. And they I'll, I'll say, okay, turn on this setting and switch it on. Run it for yeah. this time, switch it off. Absolutely. You know, the next step would be it will identify from the weight or from, you know, from an internal camera that whether the dishwasher is full. And if it is full, it will automatically turn Automatic. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so and, and the, those are the small things. I mean, the whole idea of getting a dishwasher was to uh, reduce... Uh, the time that we used to spend time washing dishes mm -hmm. and we have freed up that time. So people can enjoy cooking more. People can uh -huh. enjoy socializing while cooking. People yeah. can do other things instead of worrying about washing dishes. Um, so these, these smart devices are not making us lazy as many people think, okay, they'll make <laughs> us lazy. But uh, I, I think of it like they are actually making us more productive. We are not wasting our time doing things repetitively.
and Absolutely. there are so many things we do repetitively in our day <laughs> that we can't even imagine oh yes very much so i mean to be honest a little bit away from um you know technical topics but there is one one thing i i remember it's um it's to do with increasing productivity or why people are you know a lot of the times procrastinate and one of the things i um i've i, I think i read it in an article or saw it in a youtube video or something but um basically if you keep you know if you sort of um put yourself in a situation where it's where there is nothing else for you to do say for example if you you know put your phone away so you can't go on tiktok or instagram or put your tv away and if you just literally sit in a chair and nothing else for you to do within it won't even take more than two or three minutes within three or four minutes your brain will come up with productive things to do and uh, you, you will have not not only will you you know think of the thing that you need to do but you'll also have a sort of an urge to do it as well so as long as you don't you know engage your brain otherwise in, a, in an unproductive way if you just leave your brain and not do anything very soon within minutes you'll start being productive and that's that just happens all the time i mean you, you, so yeah that that just ties in with what you said that you know if if we you know free up our brain from mundane trivial or repetitive tasks then we just end up being more creative automatically you don't you don't have to be born with a certain you know knack for creativity you just you know like your brain has all the power it just needs to be freed up or enabled to do anything absolutely absolutely and 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 that 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 is what it's all about we we need to get some time to just sit and do nothing and think mm-hmm. um and as you mentioned our brain will come up with ideas and uh, creativity i mean i mean it's i mean again diverting a bit creativity when people talk about creativity people uh, talk about uh, people who are creative and people who are not creative but creativity is um, it's not that creativity is correlating finding mm-hmm. patterns Yes. and uh, all human beings are good at pattern and that's how we learn and while we are growing up we look at patterns and that's how we learn things uh, so we are all creative in one way or the other uh, it's not that artists have become artists because they are creative and we are not we can also be artists they have just connected two patterns together and come up with something else um, yes. no one comes up with a original idea they uh-huh. only come up with an idea that is already there and they apply it on top of another idea yes so and if you have never seen heard or listened or done anything you cannot come up with that idea you can and, and and in science what happens is people actually um um infer uh-huh. so with a equation they can infer that this should happen uh-huh. we yeah. have not measured it yet so we will try to measure do an experiment and see if what our equation is telling is right so that is one way of creative thinking but the other way is finding patterns so think of a wax melting from mm-hmm. a candle now put a yeah. picture and now make the picture as if it's melting like a wax and then there mm-hmm. there's a portrait of a human melting like a wax and we say wow <laughs> that's creative but it's Absolutely. not correlation yes yes i mean yeah i couldn't agree with you more and yeah i've i've read some literature on it as well and yeah most of the things that humans do are actually you know 
combination and permutation of different ideas, which enhances, uh, you know, and, you know, creates something that wasn't there before. But that doesn't mean that it's, it's you know, original in that sense. It is a combination of all the experiences they had in their lifetime. You don't even know where those inspiration come, comes from, but it is. And, and a, a, a scientific proof of that is that when you dream, you can never, you know, when humans dream, you know, you see interacting with people, or even if you try to imagine someone's face, you cannot imagine an original face that you have never seen before. It is actually, you know, your brain can only make up faces that you've come across in one way or another in your past life. So, yeah, you know, we can't even create an original face. So, uh, yeah, everything, everything that we do is a, like a sort of culmination of all the experiences that we've gathered over, over, over the, you know, over, the, over a lifetime. Uh, it is actually a very fascinating topic to think about, even for me. I, I think about that many times as well. Indeed, indeed. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> this is a topic that we can talk about uh, quite a lot, but let's let's get back. So, uh, so we talked about devices and uh, let's talk about data. So these devices are collecting information. A sensor is collecting temperature information, pressure information, information of how many times we have turned it on and off, uh, information about um, our heart, heart rate. So a yeah, smartwatch is connected to our hand and that's measuring our heart rate all the time how many steps we have taken in a day etc etc but this data is meaningless if we are not applying it so we have to do something with the data and who who will who is collecting the data and what are we doing with the data so there are a couple of aspects around it so what do you think is happening with all the data that the devices are collecting well, to be honest, um, frustratingly and upsettingly so, a lot of the data that are being collected are not being properly used in our current days, as far as I know. But, you know, data is so powerful. I think we've, we've also mentioned this in, in another topic when we're talking about database. I think data gives you so much power. I mean, if you, <clears throat> if, if all of these data that are collected you know, are used in proper, you, you know, you structured them and from there you could get insights into so many things that, you know, that would help you make your decisions in, in, in your life. And, you know, it, it will help you make, you know, forecast things. And yeah, I mean, we could collect these data and do many, many things with it. The first of it is just getting analytics and getting insights. Um, and then obviously, as soon as there is big data, then you think about machine learning and, you know, it, say, for example, you know, now we talked about a smart toaster. Now, if, imagine the next level smart toaster, which is an AI toaster. And it, instead of, you know, it, it, if it has a thousand days of you, you know, toasting, and if you collected the data every day, how much did you have your breads toasted at what time and depending on you know maybe you have not thought about it but maybe in winter you have the toaster a little bit more burnt maybe in summertime you have it less burnt you know maybe but you don't even know it probably but you know over you know if, after a thousand iteration if that data is you know if the toaster collected and saved those data and then fed it through a machine learning algorithm, it will know 
that even on a chilly day in summer, you might actually want your bread to be a bit more toasted than a regular day in, in summer. You know, sometimes we have a bit colder day or a sunny day in winter. You know, maybe it, that correlation you don't you didn't think about, but in, you know, putting that data through an AI algorithm could bring up that that you know that extra you know um, level of satisfaction when you are having your breakfast. So yeah, data is, is amazing, and how you can use it is is you know we, we're probably you know as as. As humans, I don't think we're making the most use of, of all the data that we have. I mean, I mean, this is this is fascinating. I mean, yes, you're right. Uh, toaster, toaster is such a good example of getting the temperature right for the toast that you always have, uh, yeah. and also the bread. Uh, and while you were talking, I thought of another thing, which I think I I don't know if I've read about it or seen it, but it's um, about a fridge, a smart fridge. You have so many vegetables and bread, butter, jam, etc. in your fridge. And a fridge, uh, now these days, they have a camera. So you can actually see what's inside. Uh -huh. And um, a fridge using, say, image recognition can recognize what food items you have in the fridge. And depending upon your eating patterns uh, on a weekly basis, it can order groceries for you uh -huh. when it detects that some items are running low in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. And all you have to do is confirm. <laughs> yeah, it could also recommend that things are about to expire. So, you know, exactly. it could also, you know, suggest you recipes that will only use the things yes. that are already in the fridge. Yes. I mean, there's so many things you can do with it. And now think about how powerful, this is, this is where the power of IoT comes in. That, you know, fridge is one thing. And if that was connected to another internet of thing, which is maybe a camera inside your cupboard, which is, you know, or in a pantry, then you have the whole inventory of all food items you have, and then you could really do something with it. So that's how Internet of Things becomes powerful, when these two things are be being connected with the internet, and then, you know, you, you combine the data to, to, you know, output something magical. <laughs> Yes, yes. And so many possibilities. I mean, just to think about it. But I mean, so so yes, so there are possibilities of collecting the data and using it for so many uh, use cases. Um, uh, but, uh, but all this um, processing. So how does a fridge know, okay, when it's low, what's deciding? Is it a chip inside the fridge? Or is it sending data to a server? And the data gets analyzed there, and then it sends back to the fridge to do to take that action. So I think we need to think about that as well because there are devices that do processing in the cloud somewhere right. not close to you. There are devices that do the processing close to you, which is called edge computing. So you're, it's uh, very close uh, to you, uh, and all the processing happens uh, near you. So uh, think think of um, a smart uh, watch. So it collects the uh, heart rate data. It collects the steps that you have taken, but it's just collecting it. It's not uh, telling you, okay, um, uh, because you have done these many steps that uh, you have reduced this much weight or you are this active, et cetera, et cetera. You have to connect it to a smart, uh, an app on your smartphone and that app 
talks to uh, some server and then they do the processing and they they draw a graph okay so this is how it is this is your weekly summary and this is uh, what you need to do in order to stay on track for your weight or um, your fitness yeah 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 absolutely i mean yeah as you said data is uh, you know how it's being used you know can 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 do a lot of things yeah yeah absolutely so so i mean when we talk about iot we have talked about all these things you've talked about network we've talked about devices we have talked about data um, and then once we collect the data we have to make sure that we analyze it so we can enhance productivity but also secure it so that the data doesn't get leaked because as you mentioned that this data is some of the most private data of our lives um, mm -hmm. not not even a smartphone has these data that we have our eating habits our sleeping habits uh, our uh, i mean our dishwashing habits uh, th these are some very private information that uh, people um, want to make sure that uh, it's uh, safe and secure so it's uh, important that uh, companies understand and secure it of course they are doing it but uh, just to reiterate so um, I think we have covered quite a lot about IoT today. Uh, do you have anything else to add, Rinath? Um, no, actually, yeah, no. We we had we had a good talk. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and yeah, it was kind of like a brainstorming session for me as well. I mean, I would like to end it with with um, with um, you know with um, with something that I already have implemented in my in in where in, in my. Sure. Home. Um, so, you know, uh, to give an idea of uh, what, um, and you know, what can be achieved with um, in terms of things. So, um, so I have curtains which are um, connected to a curtain robot, um, which is uh, available to buy on Amazon. Um, then there is, there is bedside lamp, which are sort of dimmable, so you can slowly increase the brightness of it. And then there are um, the main lights, the room light, and then obviously the the TV or the monitor. Um, all of these things are connected with my Alexa. So when I wake up, um, I, if I say good morning, that actually triggers a series of events that um, my smart device carries out. It opens the curtain turns on the, the the yellow light, the bedside yellow light slowly. So it, it actually starts turning on while I'm asleep still. And it, it, it slowly becomes brighter to give an ambience of, you know, the, the sunrise or, or the day starting. And then, you know, uh, after saying good morning, it slowly also turns on the room lights, uh, turns on my monitor and uh, uh, my desktop is always actually always running anyway, the desktop computer, but the monitor was turned off, it turns it on. And uh, then there is a series of events that happens inside the computer, which is automated within itself. So that's not related. But so as soon as I wake up, I, you know, uh, you know I, I do my morning exercise and then I'm ready for the day without having to do all of these other things. Um, and you know, it, it, there is a series of things that happens if I say good night as well. So um, it, it, it so it's not just making one action; it's a series of action which can create a whole activity. Then you really see the power of it. And you know, over over the days and months and years, if all of these data was collected, then you can use that data to even predict even further insights 
and how you can, you know, um, improve your life even better. So, yeah, that's just an example of, of what I have. Um, and, uh, yeah, I would ask the listeners and viewers to definitely, um, you know, look for, you know, you don't have to do all of these together in, in, in one go. Just maybe buy one smart plug and automate one device with your voice, or it doesn't even have to be voice control. It could be time controlled. So the, the a fan heater or a light could get turned on when, you know, uh, at 7 p.m. or in, in the evening when it gets a bit cold, that kind of thing. Just, you know, start with, and I have, you know, these, these robots, these, um, you know, catch and robots and these things are all available on Amazon. And we might, we might actually put, put a link uh, or two in, 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 in our um, podcast as well to, to get to these products. But yeah, definitely, um, you know, try try one 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 thing out, one one device out, and then you might just become addicted to to this convenience. Absolutely, I think uh, Renat, that was a good uh, end. I mean, you summarized it really well with an example, and yeah, that that shows how powerful IoT can be, and it it enhances your productivity. You don't have to do these repetitive tasks every single day, and you can focus on your fitness, your health, and the task ahead. So. Yeah. That's a very good example. So thank you for sharing this uh, with our listeners and viewers. So um, in the end, I would just like to say to all all the viewers and listeners to please um, share, uh, uh, comment, like, subscribe to our channel. Uh, and uh, yes, uh, if you are interested in uh, coming on our show, then please let us know. All our contact details are, uh, are listed in every description of the video. So please get in touch uh, with us if you want to talk to us about a topic or if you want us to talk on a topic that you are interested, but you have no clue. So maybe we'll do some research and we'll talk about it um, in this, uh, in, in our series. So thank you so much again for uh, watching our uh, watching us and listening to our uh, show. Um, and please uh, tune in for next week. Thank you. Yes, thank you. See you guys next week.